Hello folks, this is Jason here, and thanks for tuning in to the Santa Banter Podcast. A quick message before we start the episode. The last thing we want is to ruin the Christmas magic for any children out there. We will be discussing some of the -the behind-the-scenes aspects of the Christmas season, so it may not be best for little ears to hear. Parents, we do encourage you to listen though. You might learn a tip or two about making the most wonderful time of year a little more magical. Anyway, on with the episode. And welcome welcome to to Santa Banter. Banter a podcast for those who love to get dressed up in the big red suit. Hi, my name's Santa Jason. And I am Santa Dave. And this is Santa Banter, episode 13, Tricky Kids. Santa Dave, you were a tricky kid, I imagine, or a tricky man at the moment. (laughs) I was, you know what, I was actually a beautiful kid when I went to see Santa. Um, Except for, there was a couple of years I think I probably was freaked out by him. Um, in fact, yeah, I remember, I remember one time it wasn't a Santa, but it was like, uh, someone in a Postman Pat costume. Okay. Um, I loved Postman Pat was my favorite show as a kid. Postman Pat. That's it. (laughs) And his black and white cat. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So that was my favorite show as a kid. And we once bumped into, uh, this, yeah, Postman Pat character, um, actor Mm. and freaked out. Uh, and I think there was one time I was waiting in the line for the Santa. I was just being a brat. I don't think I was freaked out or being, um, a scared of Santa. I think I was just being a brat. Um, because I was like, what, three or four or something like that. It always happens. Yeah. But otherwise I was a beautiful kid and, uh, I don't think my parents had many problems with me trying to get photos. So, uh, what can I say? Angel child here. (laughs) 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 What about you, Jace? Do you remember being a, a tricky kid or? Uh, I don't think I was a tricky kid in terms of being grumpy when I saw Santa. I think I was more a tricky kid in wanting to see Santa. Uh, I remember at the shops one day very clearly that we, uh, like we see with a lot of parents, that today is not the day that they're going to do the photos. They've come in to get some stuff from Kmart. They've come in to get a couple of things from Baker's Delight and they've come in to pick up their, you know, order of whatever. And I just remember very clearly being kicking up a fuss that I couldn't go and see Santa and get a photo. Uh, so tricky in that sense, rather than the uh, you know being grumpy on Santa's lap. Uh, I was also yeah, I've got a few other stories like that, but I uh, feel like we can save those for a, another rainy day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's um, it's it's funny because. How, how, what would the percentage be, would you say, of tricky kids that come into the Santa... Like, so when we're working as Santa on the Santa set, mm. what, would, what do you think the percentage is of tricky kids versus kids that aren't so tricky? I think they're... Oh, I would say the vast majority are good. Yeah. And, and not... Maybe we can define tricky kids in two, in two sets, maybe. Maybe one set's where they're, like, quite hyperactive, quite uh, not interested in Santa, mm. um, just being a, you know, a kid and the last thing they wanted to do is stand in line for 30 minutes and see Santa. Um, and there's so much also, on the sets usually. There's like little things that they can play with and there's a fan 100%. that they want to stick their fingers in and all sorts. <laughs> it's just like, no, yes. don't do that. 
Um, yeah, there's, so, there's those kinds of kids for sure. <laughs> uh, and then there's the other tricky kids, I think, Dave, that are the ones who, in particular, are a little bit younger, um, who just don't want to sit on Santa's knee. They don't want to meet Santa. They don't want a photo. They just, the last thing they want is to be there. Um, and that's another, I think that's where we're going to angle a little bit more towards on this episode. But yeah. Um, I'd say the majority, say maybe 60, 40, and then of that 40, 20% of kids who are just hyperactive and being kids and overstimulated yeah. in a shopping center with parents who want to do something the kids don't, and then the kids who, the other 20% of kids who are just ready to lose it at a moment's no at the drop of a hat. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's. I'd say it's there's a quite a lot of those kind of kids that come through and and yeah it's the the terrible twos or you know the, the yeah. three year olds that um yeah either they're petrified of Santa or they just don't want to be there on that time of that day you know they yeah. haven't had their food or they're just tired like it's yep. so we get them yeah quite often I think um yeah I would say that twenty thirty percent of the time like. But most of the time, and it depends as well, because you might have a day where you get, in certain times of the day, where you get all teenagers and, yes. you know, adults yes. and grandmas and that kind of stuff. And that's brilliant because you just get through them, have a great time. And then it'll be like a Sunday morning and you'll have like 30 oh, or 40, no. you know, kids lining up that are not wanting a photo. And in multiple groups too. So you've got cousins and siblings and like grandma and grandpa and aunties and uncles and everyone's trying to direct the ship at that yeah. particular moment and you're the experienced slash knowledgeable person in this situation trying to captain it all and it just falls in the heat and you're like, <laughs> I just want to boost juice and a lie down in a nice bath. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But um, yeah, I, I think obviously this is different. Like if you're a Santa that's, you know, roaming around and stuff like that, mm. you luckily probably don't have to deal with the tricky kids. You wave at them once yeah. and they might run away and that's great. So... <laughs> Yeah, you could you don't you don't get them thrown on your not literally thrown, but you don't get them put on your lap. But yeah, in one hand, I enjoy that because you can really come to where the kids comfortable. You you go to them, and are able, say if they're walking, uh, you know, towards the supermarket with mum, and they see you, and you can kind of have a wave, and you can give them an interaction, but they can come as close as they feel comfortable and they might be two yes. meters away and they can leave going, I saw Santa and I was really happy versus uh, mum, gr- uncle, grandparents, Santa's lap, putting on Santa's lap, go, go. And you're like, yeah. don't, don't, don't put them straight there. And um, I, I get very frustrated. At, I think grandparents are a little worse than parents, Dave, if you ask me. I don't know what your thoughts are, but it's oh, very frustrating. So- Sometimes I don't know. I've had a few, a few uh, dads that are like, "No, this needs to be perfect for mum." And I've had a few mums that literally come back five, six times oh. to get the perfect photo. And it's like, it's just, just let's not do this. Let's. They're, they're, they're three years old. Next year, you'll get a good one. You know, like. Um, That's it. Yeah. You raise a really I, good. I don't know. Sorry, you raise a really good good uh, point there, Dave. Is um, mm. I think. Uh, for me, anyway, I got really good at picking the age of the children by their reaction to Santa. And I yeah. think there's some genuine kind of brackets of kids as a bit of a generalisation, I know, I understand, but how they'll react. So I'll, mm. 
for me, and, I, and let me know if you kind of think it have found similar. If they're like up to nine months, they don't care about Santa. They don't care about anything. They just want food and they want sleep and then yeah. some some cuddles. So like you can That's do. Me. It's me. That's just me as well. I feel like I've developed into a nine month old. <laughs> oh, Dave, we're, we're recording this on a on a on a, a, a nine o'clock on a morning, and I'm both Dave and I are in need of some food and cuddles. So, oh yeah. But when you hear this, yeah, keep that in mind. Um, <laughs> they are probably my favourite because the kids just will sit there in your arm and just be like, and sleep. They'll kind of coo a little bit they'll do all the cute baby stuff and you can get yeah. some really good photos but if you're if you happen to have your child born in like january february or march roughly by the time they get to that point they kids don't know santa obviously but they know mum and dad they know the immediate family so when you take them from the immediate family who they know, they recognize the smell and the feel and the vibration and the, you know, all of the things. Uh, and you give them to Santa who could be Dave, could be me, could be you, whoever's, whoever's listening. It's foreign. So then they'll kick up a fuss from about nine months till about, I don't know, closer to a year and a half, like nearly two. Yeah. They just don't want to be with anybody else, but, the people who they know. So don't be sad if they get stroppy in that bit. And then from two till three, you're so scary to them. Like they don't yeah. know who you are. You've got your face covered, a big red suit. So like that you said, Dave, the terrible twos, like don't, Yeah. that pocket is probably the hardest pocket, I think, because they just freaked out. Oh, yeah. uh, then the next pocket from, you, I don't know, from two to about three, three and a half, they might love Santa. They might come up to Santa. Oh, sorry, from uh, O to nine, nine to two, two to three. They might love Santa at home and watched all the cartoons and stuff, but when they actually see him in person and goes, oh my gosh, this is real, they have a whole other level of freak out. Yeah. And one of my funniest, I think I've said this on the podcast before, but I once saw a girl run from the line, run up towards me, and then when she actually saw me, stopped her legs buckled and she fell over just like those goats those fainting goats oh my, oh god. my god it was she was okay like she wasn't hurt or anything but it was just this like shock of actually seeing the real santa and then yeah. after about three three and a half they're kind of like they it all starts to coming together and they're okay with strangers and they've got their own person yeah. at that point so they're a bit more I think kids at you know four years old they're a bit more resilient, a bit more brave. They've developed some of those you know skills that they need to be able to function a bit more in society. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think that that's kind of how I, I sort of having that little guide understanding helps me kind of decide what are the, some of the things that we're about to talk about, but decide which of those things to do at what age, knowing why they're scared of Santa or why they're upset. Or it could just be yeah. their hunger. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah, no. So uh, we've, I mean, we've developed, I think naturally you develop a, a few tips and tricks and, you know, you've got mm. a little toolkit there that you do with tricky kids. It's because you, you've you got to practice it so often when you're on. Uh, yeah. But there's also other Santas will teach you things as well. And so I, I you know, we, I had 
we have Santa training every year when we uh, work at the shopping centers, and then we have you know other mentors there and things like that. And also, there's there's mm. plenty of um, people discussing it online. The parents are always you know they they've always got tips and tricks too, and the set yeah, that's, the people that's working point, on the set. Yeah, yeah, but um, I this year is going to be a little bit different. So when we, I think, well, certainly in Melbourne uh, and Victoria, mm. when we're talking about a lot of this, this is the usual. Um, but keeping in mind that this year, and we will maybe hypothesize that a little bit later, but this year is going to be a little bit different because the kids aren't going to be coming too close to Santa yeah. this year. Um, yep. Just naturally, because of the virus, there's there's things in place to stop them from uh, coming close. So um, we'll maybe hypothesize on, on what that's going to look like exactly um, at the end of the episode. Uh, but I mean, what... What would be your first thing to do? If you saw a kid that was like pulling away and didn't want to come and see Santa, what would you do? What would your initial reaction be? Let's say they're three years old. I think uh, one again, it comes a little bit down to the set. If you're sitting on a set and you your chair is, you've got space behind the chair or not. Yeah. Um, but a really simple one is to get up off the chair, move slightly away from the child and let the child come and sit on the seat with their parent um, yeah. so they can feel comfortable on the seat. They can feel comfortable with their parent and they don't have to sit next to you. And then you can step in next to the parent and child and then you can remove the parent so it, they realize that it's not so scary being in that spot with Santa or the parent can stay depending on what photo they want. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. one thing I'll do, Dave. What's your kind of go-to? Yeah, I guess that's maybe one of my... Uh, so usually I've already kind of figured out in the if there's a line. I'm usually like, you mm. know, checking the kids out in the line. So I can already kind of get a, uh, an understanding of what the kids are going to be like. Um, and so if I can see that they're being a bit funny in the line, I might come close-ish, give them a wave, thumbs up, that yep. kind of thing, just to get them a bit more used to me. Um and then if they can't, or, or, you know, sometimes if it's too busy, I don't get a chance to do that. They come in, they're pulling away, screaming. Yeah, the first thing I do is probably I'll either freeze a little bit and just, um, and this is a tip I got from from another Santa, is kind of just, sometimes they're just scared of you looking at them. Um, and sometimes it's okay <laughs> to just kind of like be a bit jolly, but just sit there and not look at them, not talk to them. Sometimes that's all it takes for them to come and sit next to you. Um, but otherwise, I think my, my usual initial reaction is to get up and let the, the parents or the um, the elves kind of like uh, guide them onto the seat and get them, you know, comfortable yeah. in there. And then I'll kind of just slip in through the side um, or go behind the chair. That's always a big one. If it's really bad and we've been spending five minutes trying to get a photo, um, hiding behind the chair and just like popping out, you know, enough for Santa to be in it. Um that's usually my initial uh, initial things. And then there's obviously other people around to help you. So, I mean, the staff on site, they do they do things. What, what kind of things did, have your staff done in the past, uh, Jason, to, to help you out with the photos? There's the two that I've had regularly and that I think seems to work uh, in most situations is like a squeaky toy or a, a rattle yeah. kind of thing, particularly for younger children to get their attention, but also uh, a, a, it's like a, a Santa's th- Christmas-themed squeaky toy. So if they held it in the photo and that made them feel comfortable, 
then it's it fits with the theme rather than just being a dinosaur and you're like, oh, mm. dinosaurs. Do dinosaurs celebrate Christmas? I don't know, Dave. That's a whole <laughs> other question to... Um, but also Bubbles. Bubbles wins, particularly if they're in oh, that yeah. like, one-year-old to two-year-old category. It's a distraction. And it's also, you, Dave, you get some really sweet photos where if you and the child are like trying to catch Bubbles... Or, bubbles. Or, yeah. Mm. I th- if you... And so often we're in a, in a shopping centre or, or around shops, you've got your $2 shop that has just a cheap one. So even if you have to bring your own one to help make your life easier... Um, do you use bubbles a bit, Dave? Have you? Have you? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, it's 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 one of those things, right? When I first started Santa, you know, and even before that, uh, working on the sets and things like that, the bubbles. Yeah. I I got it. I got it. The kids the kids were loving it, but like I didn't get it to the point that. <laughs> and, and so um, it was funny. Last summer, uh, we were out. Um, we just bought our house and we we're out. Um, you know, outside having a like a, a meal, a barbecue. And uh, someone was just blowing bubbles, one of my, one of my mates, like, as adults. And it was like, whoa, they look so cool. And we're all popping them and like, I get it. I totally get it now. Bubbles are sweet. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, so bubbles yeah, definitely work. And, and now I think I understand a little bit better why they work. They're just so fascinating and interesting to watch and fun to catch. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And when you get some like gets the really big bubble blowers not just the little ones too we had a, a big mm. bubble blower and a little bubble blower last year and when the the uh, the owls and the and the helpers got a big going i was really excited sometimes more than the kids <laughs> <laughs> the big ones can uh yeah make some big bubbles too which is always fun yeah, yeah. so yeah the, the bubbles the bubbles do work and they make yeah like you said they make for a good uh good photo sometimes too uh it's funny because 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 Yana, uh, my wife and I, Yana, we we use bubbles throughout. You know, we met through. We've told this story before on the podcast. We met through yeah. Santa. Um, oh. We had a Santa wedding, like not like a we had a wedding near Christmas. We had a Santa there, but we actually, um, you know how you usually you throw you know petals or rose f- roses and flowers mm. at the end or confetti mm. or whatever. Um, I, I, the bubbles thing is is not. Uh, it's a, a normal thing nowadays for weddings too, but we were like, yeah, we want those bubbles. We went and got the same bubbles that we've been using on the Santa sets and oh. we gave everyone one of those big giant bubble blowers and um, yeah, it was so much fun. We got some good photos from the wedding with bubbles everywhere and it's just like, yeah, uh, kind, of, <laughs> kind of kind of because of the, the fact that um, there was always bubbles on the, on the Santa sets, but also because it was a bit cheaper than flowers as well and a bit yeah, more... Yeah. Sustainable, I guess, like, uh, uh, yeah, better than confetti and plastic and stuff like that. So, you don't have to yeah. pay the cleanup fee of the venue. <laughs> That's it, for yeah, exactly. Hundred dollars exactly. to get the confetti cleaned up, <laughs> exactly. No, and it looks great in the photos, it was, it was awesome because mm. it was such a sunny day, like, there was just, just yeah, beautiful colors coming out of them. Um, but yeah, <laughs> have you used Dave like, uh, have you used various cards, like cue, not cue cards, like uh, text cards that have messages on them that maybe to give to yeah. kids who are a little bit, want something to do? You know, we had some of those on, on our set last year that was mm. really handy for a kid who was grumpy. One of them said, uh, uh, oh, I've forgotten what it said. Uh, I'm, I'm having a meltdown. 
I'm having a melt. Yeah, you had the, oh, that was yeah. that was perfect. And a lot of parents, particularly if they were just not even looking at the camera, but it almost gives a a pass to a kid who is cracking. Yeah, the proverbials. Yeah. Yeah, no, the, the sign things, it, it works really well. And that's a fairly recent thing um, in the center sets here in Australia. Like uh, a few years ago when I was working on the sets, we didn't have those. And I started, you know, we I started introducing like chalkboards and we would use chalkboards and write the chalkboards and oh. sense would hold them up. And then, yeah, the following year, um, we got those signs uh, made, you know, for the sets. And, and so awesome. They work really well and there's more of them now to choose from. And it really, like, I find with some of those younger kids, you you, you give them the nice one. You say, oh, you take the nice one. Santa will be the naughty one because there's a naughty and nice sign. And um, the kids think that's funny enough for them. And because they're doing something, you give them a job, sometimes they'll yes. snap out of that, like, grumpiness. Uh, it works really well. Mm. Sometimes all you that's... need to do is, is give kids a job and, and they'll, you know, they'll feel important. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back child labor. Is that what you're saying, Danny? <laughs> don't add to that because I don't want your response to No, no, definitely case. not. Definitely not. <laughs> well, I did so, consider it. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes with the kids, is it's the, the issue isn't as much the kids are tricky, but the parents can... I don't want to say cause the issue, but be be the part that's really um, preventing you from engaging with the kid and getting that nice photo. How do you yeah. feel? Like, how do you kind of work, Dave, with tricky parents or the parents of tricky kids who you want to try and use your Santa knowledge to get a nice photo that might take five minutes versus a really quick one when the kid's being really stroppy? Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Sometimes... The, the reason the kid's being, you know, a bit grumpy is, is because of the, the parent and not because of mm. the Santa situation at all. And there'll be parents that will, you know, say, you're not smiling enough or, you know, you fix your hair. And it's mm. like, they're really direct and really um, scary. Like, I'm petrified of them sometimes. <laughs> and like, yeah. I'm, you know, a grown adult man. Um, so I don't know how the kids feel. Uh, yeah, so that mm -hmm. can be an interesting situation and uh, it depends on who you, because obviously as Sandy, you can't get up from the kids. You can't, you know, go, go and distract the parent. So sometimes I find that if you've got someone that's been working on, you know, with Santa for a couple of years and they're a bit experienced, they'll usually distract the parent, you know, come yeah. on, look at these photos. This one's really good. I, I promise like, you know, and then they keep taking the photos while the parents distracted and that helps so much. Um, it's funny that we have to worry about parents, sometimes as much as the kids, but I get it as well. They just want the photo that they can send overseas or, you know, to yeah. grandma and granddad. But, um, Add yeah, what about you? Special. How do you work with the tricky parents? I think sometimes, yeah, sometimes you have to just be direct with them without breaking character. Yeah. Uh, one, one really good one is when your kids are looking at all different directions and it's not a particularly tricky thing like kids particularly younger kids are like there's so much going on in the shopping center and there's sometimes there's and like not real animals um stuffed not stuffed what's the word you know, toy <laughs> animals yeah. it sounds like you know there's there's a whole lot of things to look at I, and for me as well i'm always like oh look at this look at this uh 
so sometimes getting the parents to stand behind the camera um, so the kid looks that way, that is a really easy thing. But it also then takes the parent out of that immediate space of where mm. you are so that the kid, the parent, it's harder for the parent to yell or to do whatever over the person who's taking the photo if they're behind the booth and the kid will look that way. Um, and you find when you start getting grandparents and like multiple family members and then they start coming around the sides and, and yelling from different directions, I have had to say, guys, we just need one voice from behind the camera. Mm. And you can do that without breaking character. But it's it's hard and it takes a bit of practice. It's a line. There's a line there that you've got to be careful mm. not to cross. Yeah, for sure. Because um, in that moment, then you can have be having a conversation with the child, um, and just reassuring them, and and maybe having a little joke about something, and really relaxing them rather than having the parent in that immediate space and. Um, the other thing I will do as well, Dave, I'm not sure if you do this or not, but try and have two seconds to tell the parent in character. Next year when you come back, come back early. Come and visit us early because then you can yeah. be more relaxed and the, you know you can spend more time with Santa. Uh, and another thing which I think I'll ask in a minute is um, rem- reminding the parent to come dressed up on the chance that they might need to be in the photo too. Yeah. Uh, have you, you encountered that where at the end of the day, the parent either gets or doesn't get the photo because they aren't dressed for it, but it's the only way the kid will relax. Yeah, if the parent's in it. Yeah, for sure. And I think you mentioned something really particular there, like the parents should come in early because I think part of the problem that parents are acting out some of the time is because they're stressed. It's growing up to Christmas mm. Their kids, you know, maybe been asking for toys all day in the shopping centre and, um, mm. you know, they're hungry probably themselves and tired and, you know, walking around a shopping centre takes it out of you as it is. Um, yeah. You know, you can walk a couple of kilometres easily uh, within a shopping centre. So, yeah, I think I think that's probably part of the reason too. So parents come earlier in the season and, you know, like Santa sets are opening up like it's what Tuesday? It's Tuesday now. They're opening up this week. Uh, yeah. So we're talking about Wednesday. Yeah, they're opening up seventh of November. Um, a lot in Victoria, which is crazy, right? Mm. It's insane. So, um, yeah, like I think come come in November when it's it's better, mm. uh, not as busy. Uh, yeah. So, but yeah, as you mentioned before, um, just. Uh, getting the parents to make sure they're dressed up for the photo because if they've got a three-year-old that just won't have a photo and wants to sit with mum, you know, or even younger or older, um, they, they'll need to be in the photo. They'll need to be, mm. you know, ready to go, dressed up, um, because, yeah, there's a good chance they're getting in it. <laughs> <laughs> if it particularly with those kids, like the ones you'd mentioned, is sometimes it's first take, best take. You know, yeah. and if you don't get it in that first minute first 60 30 seconds yeah it's hard it's hard to tell parents that isn't it Dave do you have you have any counted pushback from parents when you've tried to say this isn't going to work because of all the reasons we've discussed and more um you'll need to either be in it or come back like have you received much pushback from parents 
Um, not usually. I think parents are usually understanding and sometimes they just like need to be told that. Just, I think it just needs another opinion sometimes. Um, yeah. that, you know, like, oh, maybe it might be a good idea if you come back a little bit later, we'll get, you know, we'll get you through, um, straight away. And, um, once you both relax, have a bit to eat, um, uh, maybe don't, maybe don't tell them to relax, but you know what I mean? <laughs> like, uh, but yeah, so I, I think sometimes that does help, uh, just that kind of second opinion, like, cause they're probably thinking inside the head or maybe I should come back later. So just saying mm. it kind of com- reaffirms that, but um, it's, it is, a, again, a fine line. Sometimes that's the only time they've got. Um, you don't, yeah. at the end of the day, you don't want the kid to go away having a bad experience just because of the yes. parent. So I think at the end of the day, we've got to remember, we might be able to say something to the parent, but we need to also, um, double check that the kids had a good time. If not, that they're going to have a good time next year, you know, like that they're, yep. they're not totally freaked out by this one instance that they'll never mm. speak to Santa again. You know, like that's... That's the, the, you know, at the end of the day, that's our job. So, yeah. yeah. And there's, I've encountered it before, Dave, and I don't, I imagine you've had experience both in front of the camera and behind the camera where parents will, at the start of November, bring a child, particularly a younger child who they know has had past experience with playing up on set and just bring them through multiple times when it's cry out for a dry run. Have you... Yeah, 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 heaps. Um, parents that are really aware of their child's, you know, behavior and feelings are usually the ones that, yeah, come through, walk past, give Santa a wave, come through a couple of times Mm. just to meet him. And they'll say, you know, oh, we're just here to see you. We're getting our photo in two weeks time or whatever. And that Mm. is, that's great. You know, that, that works a treat, uh, really does. And especially if, um, you know, if they if the parents are so onto it that they'll ask when that center is back so that we can learn the kid's name. Yeah. And like, if they say, Oh, we're going to be back in two weeks. Usually I'll try and remember the name. Um, so that in two weeks time, oh, you know, it's still point. that special, you know, um, you know, that special event, you know, cause Santa knows their name and remembers them from two weeks ago. And yeah. So I've had that a couple of times where the parents have asked for the same Santa. So when will this Santa be in, mm. you know, um, give me the times and dates so we can come back with the same Santa every time. Uh, but that's a rare occasion, but that is the best. That's the best way to do it. It's such a nice feeling, isn't it, when you get specifically called uh, by, not called, uh, asked for by a parent or yeah. by a, you know, because they like the way that you interact with their child. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That's one of the best parts of the job is, is being like that VIP and, um, it's one of the reasons, so this year I'm back at the shopping centre I worked at for uh, the last two years. Prior to that, I was at a different shopping centre and I was quite sad that mm-hmm. I wouldn't see the same kids come through uh, when I moved. But now that I've started, I've been, this will be my third year at this one, um, I'll recognise the faces and I'll, you know, I was last year. I was seeing kids that I'd seen the previous year and um, people kind of came in to see me specifically because I'd been there and... Um, uh. Yeah, it's such a good feeling. Such a good feeling. Uh, so, yeah, I'm glad that I'm back there. I'm not doing as many shifts this year, but I'm because uh, busy life. <laughs> but yeah, um, good to be back at the same way. Yeah, teaching, all that kind of stuff, all the stuff that happens. Next year, I'm adding celebrancy to the list and oh, wow. all sorts. So I'm gonna be a busy man. But um, yeah, we'll. Uh, sand I, I always want to do Santa as long as there's a spot for me somewhere I always want to do it even if it's only so I'm only doing weeknights uh, this year mm. so 
um, yeah, I'm, I'm still looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, and yeah, and how about you, Jason? We might as well move on to this quickly. How are you going with Santa this year? Because well, I think we're going to talk about COVID in a second. What, what, what's going yeah. on with you this year? Uh, I'm still... I probably won't be doing a lot of Santa this year, um, partially yeah. because my day job uh, at the moment is working as a security guard at a hospital. Um, yeah. And my concern with doing a lot of Santa in a shopping centre um, is potentially taking um, something from one side to the other. Uh, you know, whether that's co- particularly COVID, um, I feel really comfortable in the hospital because it's obviously very regimented and, and the people, you know, there's, um, we've got, you know, a lot of PPE and a lot of, uh, you know, yeah. guidelines, uh, but it's not a hundred, it's never a hundred percent. Um, but on the flip side is in a shopping center, it's also quite, um, quite open. So I really mm. was, uh, aware this year of the potential for taking COVID from a shopping center to the hospital or vice versa. So uh, I've decided to not do uh, shopping center level Santa. Um, mm. but there are a few um, smaller things that I'll do and, and I might even post, I might even do a few videos and, you know, phone calls and stuff to really, st- you know, yeah. I love I love playing Santa and I don't want to not do it. Um, but a few, a few more um, curated groups so I don't take... You know, if I if I catch, you know, touch wood, it doesn't happen. But I, I would hate to take uh, from one group that I've seen to the hospital, or hospital vice versa. Um, yeah. And we've been really lucky. Like we haven't the the group I've worked in at the hospital, we've had no close calls. We've had no none of no positives or whatever. So, um, I just thought it might be a little bit safer and. Uh, then, then meeting hundreds of kids every day and going back and forth, which hurts to yeah. say, Dave, but it's also trying to do the right thing. It's absolutely the right thing to do. And yeah, I've got to commend you on that one because it's, it's a tough decision to make, you know? Um, but it's just proof that, you know, like Santas aren't doing Santa for the money, although, you mm. know, it's something that we love to do. Um, and so, so I can hear that genuine, like, you know, sadness in your voice that you're not mm. doing this as much this year and it, it sucks right but it's the right thing to do especially at this time when we're we don't want a third wave in melbourne we don't want we don't want to be the one that passes the virus onto a kid or onto an elderly person in the hospital or anything like that so yeah got to commend yeah. you on that one that's the right thing to do and hopefully next year back to normal um vaccines are out and everything like that and we're that's we're it. back back to normal but um yeah, I mean, even on the sand sets this year, it's going to be a bit different. And mm. uh, from what I know so far, so I've received a little bit of training on what the, the shopping centers are going to be like. Um, we're, we're not sitting near the, the kids at all. Uh, they're sitting quite mm. far away. We can't, we, we're, it's going to be a struggle to talk to them because we are going to be so far away and with masks on and everything like that. So at, yeah. the, at this, this time, Santa is wearing a mask in, in Victoria. Um, and so what, what they're doing instead and what um, this company is set up is they're going to get uh, a Santa to call beforehand so the kid can talk to Santa and then call, I think, afterwards too. So oh, the kid still gets a conversation nice. with Santa, um, but 
uh, yeah, so so when they're on, on the set, it, it's not so upsetting. And it'll be explained to them, you know, mm. I'm sorry, I can't um, have a long chat with you, you know, this year on set and that kind of thing. Because, yeah, that was probably one of the, the trickier situations. And I, I think it's a really great idea. One of the trickiest, as long as it works, <laughs> one of the trickiest situations was not being able to have conversations this year. And so that kind of you know, fixes it a little bit, but, and obviously it's all bookings this year. There's no lines and yeah. like that just to try and keep a bit safe. And the photos are going to be looking a little bit different. Um, but I'm interested to see how it goes. I think it'll be interesting. And, and I, I think I'm going to do some roaming Santa stuff as well later in the year, cool. closer to Christmas. And I think that'll be different again, you know, cause, uh, you're still walking around, still waving a bit more active. Um, mm. And maybe things will be different, you know, with masks and things like yeah. that by by that time. But um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting year. So, uh, but you know what? I think a lot of these behavioural problems that we see because kids are scared of Santa or they don't want to come sit next to him or anything like that, that we might not have as much this year. Hopefully, I don't mm. know. Hopefully, um, but it also <laughs> obviously there there's the element of people haven't really seen a lot of people. Uh, over the last six months. So there might be a, a different level of being unsure. Kids could either be super excited to see somebody new or they could be a little bit hesitant because of, you know, parents really trying to reiterate to keep distance and stuff. So we could really yeah. see both ends of the spectrum. Uh, yeah, that's that's very true. Kids are going to be very anxious to talk to strangers and get close to people mm. um, for years and years and years and years to come. Uh, mm. I, I'm feeling it myself. You know, I was... Telling you, Jason, earlier, like I went to the shops the other day and got a boost juice and I had to pull my mask down to drink my boost juice in the shopping center and I felt really guilty about it. And, you know, when we're going out to like uh, to restaurants now that they're open and same thing, Mm -hmm. you got to take your mask off to eat, but you feel so it feels so wrong. Right. And um, yeah, because we don't want to spread this. We don't want a third wave. We really don't. So um, we don't want to let down that uh, protection and that kind of thing. So. Yeah, if that's how we feel as adults, kids, that's all they've known for the past year, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. out of their four or five years, one of those years has been... It's so upside yeah. down. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So Ooh. it's going to take a few years of repair and, and that kind of thing for, for kids to even get used to talking to people and being close to people again. And Yeah, so interesting, interesting. Mm. Um, wonder what the like... repercussions are for Santa for the next few years. It'd be really interesting. Yeah, you're right. It'd be interesting to see how, you know, if Safe Australia does stay at a pretty good standing going forward uh, and we might be able to have a bit more of a normal Christmas next year without some of mm. these things versus um, some of the other parts in the world, which it we sort of hear reports of they're going into similar lockdowns to what we had. And um, for anyone who's listening from other parts of the world and about to go through that, we just... Yeah, what I send our love to you because we get it. It's going to suck, but it's also going to be really great on the other side when you get to this this point that we're in at the moment where it's, oh, yeah. you, know, you can walk around a little bit uh, with a little bit of a weight off your shoulders of of that. Um, and if you, look, if you are hearing, listening in a Santa in, in a spot where things are really, really different or, or whether you may or may not, please reach out. Please let us know. We'd love to have a chat. We'd love to you know, fill it with a little bit of Australian Christmas joy uh, <laughs> as well. Um, and I think the big 
thing as well for everybody this year, whether you're a parent who's listening, whether you're a person who just enjoys Christmas or, or a Santa, is we've all got to be really patient with each other this year because of the stuff, Dave, you were just saying about of everyone's a bit anxious, everyone's a bit stressed about mm. uh, people being close, stressed about... Um, you know, finances is another one, particularly people who haven't been working, stressed about just the whole gamut of things. So please be patient with your families, be patient with your kids and patient with your Santas. Yeah, absolutely. Christmas is a stressful time as it is, um, let alone this year. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Treat everyone with respect and empathy and, have a bit of fun mm. while we're doing it. Uh, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. Well, it, it, feels, it feels a bit wrong to end the episode on a, a bit of like a mellow note, but um, we've got well, to ha- wrap about, up. Do you have any stories? Do you have, a, do you have like a funny, um, a funny tricky kid story that we could end with? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure I do. Look, um, it's funny, one year... Uh, so this is my first year of working on the set. I had a kid come in that, um, was, uh, I think, I, I don't know if I've told this story before, but I, I worked at a primary school close to the shopping center that I was working mm-hmm. in. And so the primary school kids would come in and, um, I was able to have a full conversation with this kid, not knowing that they were me, uh, like I was their teacher, their music teacher and mm-hmm. knew their name, knew what class they were in their own, like, you know, their home group, like their class teacher, everything like that. I knew their parents' names. Um, it was it was great. And it really spread that, like, that magical um, cheer. Uh, but the, the problem was the, uh, the parents figured out who I was. And so the following week at school, um, I had a hundred kids come up to me and ask me if I was Santa Claus. Um, oh no. It was, well, it was great because the rest of the season people were coming to see me from school. It was good to see familiar faces and it was, yeah. um, it was a really positive thing, but yeah, I've been a little bit more careful since then. That was a good learning experience <laughs> is to not get recognized. So, um, now I really keep it on the download because people don't know who you are under that beard and, and yeah. stuff. So I see students all the time and I never, never let them know it's me anymore because <laughs> learned that lesson. But yeah, no, so that was, that's a, I guess a funny, uh, situation, not, no, not tricky kid. Um, but yeah, just a tricky situation. <laughs> <laughs> and when you start getting to our age day of where our friends are having, kids or, uh, or you know those sort of things it's kind of goes the opposite way where you want to tell people you're santa so you can get those nice photos with yeah. your friends kids your family's kids but when you're a teacher at a school and the kids who are <laughs> of you know have younger siblings oh santa day like you know Miss, <laughs> mr. mr gill, gill. mr day <laughs> yeah. i was about to call you <laughs> i was getting all of my names for you mixed up there uh it kind of you know it's I'll, kind I'll of funny it. but it, it'll take it um I'm going to give a little bit of a backstory. I'm not going to give a full story uh, yeah. about a tricky kid, but within my very first fortnight, I can't remember if it was the first week or the second week, I had a little girl who didn't want to meet Santa um, and wanted mum. As I said, the mum came in early, so did all the right things. The mum was ready to get in the photo, but we thought we would try it. 
Uh, I stood behind our Santa seat, which is something we, we mentioned. I was able to stand behind the chair and pop down, which is yeah. another really useful tip and wait for the kid to be settled. And then I popped up and you're still in the photo, but the kid doesn't have to interact with you one-on-one yeah. and you can really save her. If you get onto that quick with a kid, you can in and out. Anyway, mm. this young girl wanted mum. She was kneeling on the chair, crying out for mum, had her hand out and was like, mum, I, I want you. And... I popped up and the photographer took an amazing snap. Now, I'm going to post that snap on our Facebook with this episode. Uh, So when you see, when you hear this episode, jump on our Facebook, jump on our Instagram at Santa Banda Podcast and you'll see the result of that photo and it is top two Santa photos I've ever taken (laughs) in my life. It's incredible. Um, But I'm not going to say what happened. I'll save that for the the photo. (laughs) But Dave, as we finish up, as uh, Santa season's about to start in a couple of days for for some of our colleagues and some of our friends, um, any last tip or or whatnot uh, for tricky kids before we head off into our uh, our day? Work with the people around you, whether that's the parents, the staff, uh, another Santa mentor. Um, Work with the people around you. Uh, It takes teamwork to get through. Um, a tricky situation, whether it be tricky kids, tricky parents, um, you need to work together, um, be mm. nice to each other, treat each other with respect and empathy, as we said before. Um, and yeah, that's the best way to work through this. Nailed it, Dave. Yeah. Dave, it's a pleasure every week, and I look forward to doing this again next week uh, on the Santa Banta podcast for putting our radio <laughs> announcer voices on <laughs> and our sultry morning, cr- raspy, crackly voice. <laughs> Dave, we know how we end this. Thanks again for another week and uh, take us away. Three, two, one. It always ends in a laugh, Dave. Thanks <laughs> so much for another week and uh, we'll see you on that episode 14. Thank you. <laughs> oh, Ripper. Stop that. Save it. If you'd like to get in touch, we are Santa Banter Podcast at gmail.com or search Santa Banter Podcast on Facebook or Instagram.